I grew up in a, a political household and a musical household. My mother is a very talented classical pianist and she was a, an air hostess um, in the early days of Aer Lingus, which was a very cool job at that time and people would make fun of Dad saying that he only married her for the duty-free. <laughs> then she went on to RTE where she was a continuity announcer. She worked with Terry Wogan in the early days and uh, she had her own show, uh, she had her own radio show. But uh, when Dad became a minister, she had to give up her job. That was the way it was in those days, in the early 70s. When I was a child in national school, I had the clarinet, and I went nowhere with it because I had braces. <laughs> so then I went on to the piano, and uh, again, it was brutal at that. And then I went on to the classical guitar, which I learned with a guy called Simon Taylor. And he's the head of the National Concert Hall now, but um, I, I, I'm not musical, but I, I tried like every other kid. And so now I still play the classical guitar a bit and I'm getting a few lessons, part of my midlife crisis rather than any particular uh, expertise. And then the political side is obviously a massive contrast because my father was a TD before I was born and a minister in my when I was a child. And so that was the background. There were five children. I'm the second of them. My older brother, I think a lot of people know him. He's the comedian David McSavage and I have three younger sisters. So uh, we're, we're all very uh, close. We see each other quite a lot and row and bicker and fall out and fall in just like any other family. So <laughs> when I was growing up, the Boomtown Rats were big, late 70s, and they were Irish and they were on top of the pops and it was incredibly exciting. It was the only time of the week we were allowed to watch television was top of the pops in case they were on. My uncle, Paddy, uh, is the bass guitarist. I say is because they've come together again. Uh, his parents, my, my mother's parents died when he, when he was very young. He was the youngest of that family. So my mother would be a good 15 years older than him. And so he stayed with us uh, for at some stage when he's studying in Dublin. He was studying as an architectural technician. And so the band used to come and collect him on our road. And, uh, you know, my father being a TD meant nothing to my friends. But my uncle being in the Boomtown Rats was total cachet. And I was, I was minted at that point. Rat Trap is the uh, Boomtown Rats song. Uh, it's a great song and, and it starts out with uh, Paddy and his little riff, you know, uh, the, the bass guitar. So it's something, you know, it really is, reminds us, all of us of our childhood, you know, and uh, going to gigs. The Saturday night city beat had already started and the, the punks in the corner boy just sprang into action and young Billy watched and the yellow street light and said tonight of all nights it's gonna be a light night. Well, Sinead, um, we met in uh, a library. <laughs> uh, we were both studying for uh, law exams and she... Uh, I don't know. We, 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 I, I'd known her, noticed her, if you like. <laughs> so it got to a point where we were exchanging notes. <laughs> so uh, that's how we, where we met in the King's Inns. Uh, it was what you might call stop-starts. <laughs> 
we uh, well, we were going out for five years before we got married, so it was a long courtship. But uh, I suppose I was heading into the political life, and in my mind, I was thinking, well, this isn't going to be easy. So I suppose it'd be good for both of us to know what it's like. Um, it was a stupid theory. Really, <laughs> we should have got married sooner. My father dotes on his grandchildren. I think that's more of a, the case these days. And my mother dotes on her grandchildren in a very profound way. So, uh, but for me, yeah, I'm, I'm very much involved uh, with my kids, and you know, that's I think the norm again these days. Uh, that certainly our parent, our fathers didn't do. So it's all changed. There was no judgment. It was the way it was. All the boys in in our road, and all the boys and girls in our road, dads went off, and during the morning they came back at night and sort of interviewed their children for twenty minutes, and then <laughs> sent them all to bed. And so uh, when when you're a child, it's not you know the norm is whatever it is. Um, so yeah, there was no difference for us. The American Civil War is also an area very interested in and. The Battle Hymn of the Republic emerged from that period, and through and, and then throughout American history, it has been it, it's cropped up as a as a as a rallying song for for some of the great moments. And I, I have wonderful respect for the American institutions that were founded so so long ago, um, at the end of the 18th century, and have survived. Now I, I don't think they're performing particularly well at the moment, but I know they'll survive because they've gone through so many different uh, transitions. So the Battle Hymn of the Republic then has that uh, quality about it, timeless quality about it. And it still sends a shiver down my spine when you associate it with, for example, Martin Luther King. The day before he was killed, he, um, he, he used the phrase, mine eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord. And he said, I may not be with you. And somehow or another, that, that, that phrase from the battle hymn got into his mind the day before he was killed. And it was just a strange, weird and uh, very moving thing to happen. Mine eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord He is trampling out the vintage Where the grapes of wrath are stored He hath loosed the fateful lightning Of his terrible swift sword His truth is marching on With the glory in his bosom, 
that transfigured you and me as he died to make men holy let us live to make men free while God is marching thank everyone who came by tonight and all my friends who joined me this summer, as well as the Carter family, the Stadler brothers, Carl Perkins, the Tennessee Three, and my darling companion, the wife June Carter, who have made all this the most enjoyable experience of my life. And the good Lord willing, I hope to see you again real soon. I keep the close watch on this heart of mine. I keep my eyes wide open all the time. I keep the ends out for the tide that binds. Because you're mine, I want to run.